Hello, and welcome to Mindful Warrior Radio. My name is Cami Craig. I'm a former elite athlete and Olympic champion turned performance and culture design coach at Mindful Warrior. And I'm your host of Mindful Warrior Radio. Mindful Warrior Radio is a space we created to connect with incredible humans to share brave stories, authentic insight, and real knowledge. We're so happy to have you joining us. On this episode of Mindful Warrior Radio, we welcome back Cornelia Holden. She is the founder and CEO of Mindful Warrior and a voice that we've heard here many times before. I want to give Cornelia a warm welcome and a warm welcome to our listeners as we continue to share and define the Mindful Warrior language. On this episode, we'll be defining what is a true North and the importance of it within teams, communities, and corporations. Welcome, Cornelia. Thanks, Cammie. Good to be back. We're happy to have you here. I know that the True North is a a major teaching tool that you use and that we use within Mindful Warrior. Um, So I'm excited to kind of discuss it and dive a little bit deeper into what is a True North, what does it build of, and why is it important? So let's start by just kind of landing our listeners into what is a True North? Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, it's just what it sounds like. I mean, it's that load starts, that north starts, that sense of purpose and direction that everybody's agreed on that gives you especially a sense of direction in hard times. And there's there's elements of the true north that make it into that guiding, you know, star that you're talking about, right? And so there's there's four key elements. It's the essential intent. Yep bedrock values, the covenant, and the core values. Would you mind walking us through those elements? Sure. Yeah. So what happened was, I mean, I think most people know that having a true north, whether it's in your personal life or on your team or in your company really matters. At Mindful Warrior, what we started to do was watch the way as our work developed, there were components of our work that really contributed to making the true north accurate for people. And we wanted to help our clients, um, you know, look, if, you, if you're if you one degree off on your compass reading over time, I don't know, how, it's like you're 800 miles off course mm-hmm. over a, a, at the end of, you know, a period of time. So when, when you don't have your true north set where you want it, you end up off course. And yeah, you can achieve a version of success, but it may not be what you'd really hope for. So what we found is that there's four components to really help people get um, their true north set in the right direction and squarely where they want it. And the first is their essential intent. There's a book called Essentialism. I recommend it um, to our listeners uh, to learn a little bit more about what this is about. But the basic idea is that an essential intent is the essence of your purpose together. And ideally, it is succinct. So it should be one sentence It's why you and your spouse or why you and your um, co-CEO or your senior leadership team have decided you've come together. So one sentence, essential intent, essence of your purpose together. That is one of four components of, of the true north. The second component is the bedrock values that build trust. So we the reason we've built this into the true north for our clients is because our clients hire us to build high trust, high performance cultures. So we can't help people achieve 
a true north toward trust without building that right right into uh, their lodestar from the beginning. So there are four bedrock values that build trust. We coach people on what those are, and we then help them organize their covenant to be the behaviors that connect to the four bedrock values that build trust. So there's values, but values in themselves are not what moves things mm-hmm. forward. Behaviors move things forward. But the behaviors need to be connected to something that's above the line, like values. Okay, so the third component after essential intent and bedrock values is the covenant. And we help our clients come up with somewhere between 10 and 20 behaviors that connect to the four bedrock values that build trust. What do I mean by that? For example, one of the bedrock values is safety. And so for um, for some of our clients, when they think, all right, how are we going to build psychological, physical safety in the workplace? I mean, my goodness, after the Me Too movement, it's clear that most firms, most organizations aren't even getting the basics of safety correct. So let's talk a little bit about what safety looks like as, as a covenant agreement. Uh, we have one client that said, look, for us, one of the greatest ways to create safety in the workplace is to practice self-awareness and self-reflection all the time. We have got to be critically reflective and critically humble and critically aware in our behaviors. Otherwise, we're going to do stuff that tramples over over psychological safety. That's one example. A second example is making room for healthy failure and mistakes in the project of getting better together. We have a client that said, you know what, if we can make healthy room, if we can make room for healthy failures and mistakes, that actually gives people a sense of psychological safety. They can, they can breathe. They can know that they can have room for some error in the project of, of um, learning, growth, development, and success. So again, Covenant has somewhere between 10 and 20 um, uh, statements like I just uh, read. Um, another statement might be, for example, under, um, respect, we want to, we've got a client who said, like, we want to share our skills that we're learning with people in our firm. We don't want to hoard them. That is an example for them of respect. And so that goes in their covenant. All right. The covenant is an internal roadmap, as you can see, for how, um, employees or teammates are going to behave together in good times and in hard times. From the covenant, we then coach our clients to take a look at what they've written, think about their in their covenant, and then think about what they've written in their essential intent, and also reflect on what kind of culture they want to have. And from there, we help them develop somewhere between three and five core values that really guide um, how they want to be known kind of like, this is our legacy. These are our values. This is what we want to be known for. And those are outward facing. The covenant's inward facing, how we're going to behave together, though ideally the covenant is revealed in outward behavior. Like ideally a customer can tell you what your covenant is, even if they don't know it, because they see it in your behavior. And then the core values are kind of like these broader ideas about what you want to be known for. And those are things that then people, our our clients will often use in some of their marketing materials um, and in their brand identity. What if you experience the power of a true north being present within a team or a corporation? How is that? What's the like 
explain what the power of having this in place is and the impact? Yeah, great question. So I think the simplest way to say it is without a true north, you can have 15 horses, all very excited, all very capable, all very strong, but they're like 15 horses on ice. They're skidding around. They can't, they don't have, there's not really rubber meeting the road. There's no like, okay, so where are we going and why is part of your essential intent. And then how are we going to behave together in our shared consciousness? Those two things, when you get those locked in, no matter what your role or, or your level is in your organization, once you know those things, if you can execute on your role and your level, along with the direction and then the how we're going to behave together, all of a sudden you don't have 15 horses skidding on ice. you got 15 horses running hard down a track in the same direction together. And then when things get tough, which they always do. And in fact, we want them to, because actually conflict, we know like muscles grow through micro tears. So we got to have micro tears in what we're doing so that we can learn how to come back, get better and get um, stronger together. And that's all part of that's done well when it's done in the context of a true North. Awesome. I'm, can you share with me a little bit about like who is a part of the designing process and, and the importance of who's included in that? Is it one person? Is it multiple people? Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt uh, that the leader, the leaders and the leadership team and whoever the senior group is in a firm depends on how big your team is and how big your firm is. Um, but there's no doubt that the people who are most invested in your in your firm and in your vision should be a part of creating this. And the reason for that is because um, you want anything great has sort of this core unity mixed with, with diversity. So you want to have a core unity, which is what you get when a number of different diverse opinions agree on something. Mm -hmm. And so you need a range of people in the room. It shouldn't just be the one person creating this or even three. I mean, typically we have about 20, 25 people working together to build this thing. And then um, if you're a huge firm, you could do it um, uh, through different divisions contributing to it. The way you could think about your sort of your 15 could be represented by um, a leader in each of those divisions. I've done that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've done it where people um, get to just have like breakout groups and really they have very loose um, guiding um, instructions, but different groups get to kind of create theirs. And then what's really fun is bringing 10 or 15 ideas together and seeing the way there is unity in the diversity. And then that unity becomes then that covenant. And that's a really cool way to do it. Lastly, I would just say that what, what is, what is always important is that you share this, you share that your true North is firm, but also living meaning if and when you need to make adjustments to it because you're growing or you've got new energy or vision, allow it to live and breathe with how the organization is emerging and how you, you know, you're sensing evolution and growth and development in your own organization. Outstanding. I think the last thing I want to ask is how do you get buy-in? Well, that's how you get buy-in. The Um, You get buy-in by saying this was created from the inside out, Mm -hmm. meaning we didn't just adopt something off of the shelf. Like this is what we believe. I also think leaders do really well by showing some aspect of their story and their vulnerability in the creation of it. Like, hey, this is deeply connected to my heart. 
Um, this is why I believe we should do these things together. And mm -hmm. that's, I, I think that's true that I think not for profits do that. I, honestly, probably they, they think of themselves that way, like mission driven. But I think what we've seen in the corporate sector is that when a leader has something deep in their heart that they want to manifest in the, in the, in the, in the corporate sector, and they can connect inner passion to outer language and then convey that to their people, most people will buy in. If you really love something and you, you're doing it out of that goodness of your vision for making the world a better place, that gets a ton of buy-in. Yeah. And then the other thing that I have found is that if you can really show that this is not an assimilation environment where that means that we are imposing this on you and you have to get in lockstep and wear, you know, live, breathe and eat the corporate vision. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm more of a fan of, yes, we need to maybe wear similar jerseys and do certain things similar, but there has to be room to belong uniquely, which is a lot about allowing things to be living, yep. like a living and breathing document, which is when there's new brilliant ideas in your organization, like lift those things up and let it form and shift, you know, where you're going. Cause after all, if I just close with this, like sailors, when they set out with that lodestar, you know, they, they know where they're headed, but they didn't know maybe there was a huge, you know, Island called, you know, whatever huge piece of land in the middle of there, maybe they were early on, you know, um, explorers. And so you find roadblocks and different things and opportunities on your journey. So I'd say be open to making some course corrections along the way and allowing your covenant and your true north to reflect the insights that you developed along your journey, because your journey is teaching you, you couldn't have known everything from the shore where you began, you're partway down your journey, allow that learning and wisdom and insight to influence your true north. Outstanding. Cornelia, thank you so much for your insight. I I really can appreciate and hear the delicate balance and the work that goes into building and designing something like a true north and you know, the way in which you want to approach it. I mean, the last thing is you want to you don't want to continue to revisit or continue to um you know, try to start from the, the beginning to build and rebuild if you didn't do it right the first, you know, it's like that buy-in and connection and vulnerability. There's so many moving pieces to actually designing this and doing it well. Um, so I appreciate the insight on that and just kind of giving us a peek into, you know, what's important about getting all of those horses running down the same trail together. So I appreciate your time here. Um, Thank you, you guys, for giving us a listen um, as we define what True North is and the elements that it's built upon um, and the importance of it within companies and teams. I look forward to our next discussion here on Mindful Warrior Radio. To learn more about Mindful Warrior and Mindful Warrior Radio, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Mindful Warrior and check out our website at www.mindfulwarrior.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.